Welcome to the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast with Shane, Captain Jenny, Shane, Captain Jenny. All these super marks of wrestling, where time is guaranteed. Join the Luva Mark Wrestling Podcast. And welcome to another episode of the Luvamark Wrestling Podcast. This is Wrangler. I've got the ladies along with me. Say hello, ladies. Hello. 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 And uh, hat ladies, how was your week? <laughs> good. I mean, bro, yeah, I was good. I don't want to talk about it. Oh, no. <laughs> I'll tell you off podcast. <laughs> There's always something, though. I'm very dramatic, so there's always something. <laughs> Marks after dark. Off air. Yeah. <laughs> Fr- friendship talk later. <laughs> oh, friendship talk later. Okay. So, so uh, big week in wrestling, and, you know, normally we have a topic, and we talk about that topic, but I, f- I f- you know, I just kind of too felt, much shit has happened. Yeah, it's just too much stuff happened this week. There's a, a major reset in AEW. I, uh, there's a major, obviously a major reset in NXT too. Yeah, you could say that. You could say it's a, a little bit of a reset. Yeah, a little bit of a reset, considering what happened there. And uh, you know, it's uh, Jeff Hardy. We we have a wild Jeff Hardy uh, sighting. And uh, we have new champions. Very effective. Yeah, we have new champions all over the place. All I mean, all over the place. All sorts of title changes over the week, over this past week. So uh, where do y'all want to start at, Ted? I know where Jenny wants to start. I'm gonna let Jenny lead this off. Let Jenny. Let Jenny lead this off. off. There you go, Jenny. It's your your time to shine, Jenny. Here you go. NXT review starting now. Yep. That 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 scream you heard it probably. 9 11 central standard time last tuesday that was me <laughs> that was NXT ran a little over ground. nxt ran a little over oh <gasps> okay <laughs> it did it ran a little over but that's okay it does that they're allowed let me just say i was i was shocked at that outcome Dude, I was I'm okay. still shocked at that Jenny, outcome Jenny please tell us what happened so i can tell my theory <laughs> Dolph, I'm not going to wiggle on Tuesdays, but I'll wiggle on Mondays. Ziggler. <laughs> I was mad at that, man. I was trying to go for two this week. Is but your you got something better than a wiggle. Oh, that is true. He made up for the lack of wiggle. <laughs> I forgave him for the lack of wiggle by the end of the night, since he is the oh. new NXT champion. But also, he's going to wiggle now that he has the belt. He always does. Oh, wait, if he, gets, he has to do that backwards spin and wiggle. Exactly. God, I love when he does that. Oh, okay. So, I, when I, and I know, I'm sure Jenny think, feels the same way about this. We see the triple threat, and I'm like, okay, this is their way of, and we know Braun, is that his name? Braun Breaker, yeah. Yeah, Braun yeah. Breaker. We know he's going to drop the belt because he's going to the main roster. This I was like, okay, this is their way of passing it off to Champa without Braun having to be pinned. And, you know, they love to have Dolph eat pins. <laughs> well, see, when when Dolph even first, I'm going to go back even further to before the triple threat. When he first uttered the words, you know, I want to come after you for the NXT title, I was like, oh, he's going to fucking not win that. Why would they give the main roster guy an NXT title? <laughs> I was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I've never well, been so happy to be wrong in my life. Well, I genuinely thought when, uh, when Breeze came for the North American Championship, I think it was... Uh, Velveteen Dream at the time. I genuinely thought Breeze was going to win that. I kind of thought he was too. Because, I mean, that was a little more Breeze he had, coming He has home. more ties to NXT. Right. Dolph has never stepped foot in NXT. He did one well, yeah. kind of like yeah. house showy NXT thing. But where I think he tagged like with Big E against his brother, I think, like years ago, back during like the Big E and AJ phase of his career. Yeah. I think he had a match against his brother in like a gymnasium. That don't count. NXT. That don't count. Yeah, that that's count. not canon. Well, no, that he actually, count. I think he came down and wrestled Rusev once on it. Yeah, he might have wrestled too. Rusev one time. Yeah. I think he wrestled Rusev. Now that I'm thinking about this more, but he wasn't like like part of NXT. No, history. he never was. Like, right, no, no, like, no. Yeah, because he like, was FCW before NXT became a thing. I mean, he was a coach on the original NXT shows that they did when they had the coach. Obviously, I think that's different. That's a totally right. Different that is a totally different NXT same as name. well. Yeah. There's been so many variations of NXT. We should be on NXT like 6.0, not just 2.0. Oh, 
I know, right? <laughs> I like the idea of NXT, though, when it first came up. I was like, that's interesting. But then it, it got to a clusterfuck so fast. I mean, races with kegs, why not? Why not? <laughs> why not? But Lisa became Titus O'Neil's second flub instead of his first flub, and World Slides, the new flub for him. But, yeah. <laughs> but I'm happy for Dolph. He wins. Uh, he, he's he's now. I think he's held every every major championship in WWE. I mean, uh, not other than the technically universal, but other than the North American Championship, he's held everything from a world champion. He's ever been everything but a, to, from a world champion. All the mid card belts and, and and main roster WWE now the NXT champion, and he's every kind of tag champ too. Yeah, he's every time every kind of tag champ too. So I mean, you know, I mean, I'm happy for him. Good for him. Good for him. Um, he's probably going to die at some point during WrestleMania weekend because if Jenny, I don't think it's going to last long at all. No, 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 no. He's definitely transitional. If Jenny's prediction is anything close to the truth, he will be bumping around. For Big Gunther, and uh, no, that's not my prediction. Oh, what's your prediction? What's your prediction? <laughs> <laughs> you put the wrong name in my prediction twice now. Oh. one before we even started recording, and now now Gunther. But uh, I kind of I I don't know if I don't know if this is me reading into too much, but I was watching Bobby Roode. Yeah, when Dolph won, oh. he kept staring at that belt. So I kind of wonder if this is going to either split the dogs or they're at least going to have a match for that belt at some point. <gasps> well, yeah. well, I mean, See? I mean, both... I need water. I need water. <laughs> Cat's thirsty again. I mean, if, like at the end of the night, he kept staring at the belt. He kept touching the belt. The, like he'd never, belt, like so. he'd never had. Well, he hadn't had that. Well, he had that version of the NXT yeah, he had champion. That version of the he was the first. He, he was the first champion to have that version of the belt. But, like, even in, like, the promo photos that they posted on Instagram, he's staring at the belt. They posted a little video of them doing the photo shoot. He's in the photo shoot with Dolph looking at the belt. So I don't know if I'm just, like, seeing too much into this or if this is, like, subtle hints they're wanting us to read and I'm reading them. And I just, I kind of want to see the match, but I also don't want to see the dogs break up. So, so you're saying. But that would be a good way to do it, too. Right. Organically. So you're saying dirty dogs for the NXT championship. Possibly. That writes itself, though, because, you know, Robert Roode, and that would be a good way to bring back Bobby Roode, by the way. (laughs) Not Robert. He's big Uh, Anyways, he has ties to that championship, and now that he's that close to it, you know, it could, like, bring him, like, spark something inside of him or something. And he was kind of a little, like, golem looking at my precious a little bit. (laughs) I, just, I don't know. I don't know if this is me I just seeing too much, now. but Jenny, make an edit. <laughs> I'll do what I can. Also, I love uh, the first thing Dolph posts after is, of course, a Simpsons meme. <laughs> he's been waiting. He's been waiting back to, post to him that. and Mandy too. Yeah, honestly, though, that's perfect because I mean, who would have thought twenty twenty two? If you would like, especially back when they were doing like the Otis shit. If you would have told that, like, told us that in the future, in the beginning of 2022, that they're going to be the NXT champions in leading a show, <laughs> right? We would. It would have been funnier than the storyline at the time. <laughs> I, long-term storytelling, maybe accidentally. I don't know, but. But I was. I was. I've been reading a lot of the comments that people have left on the internet about. Dolph winning the title. Just because I've been curious what people would say. I haven't seen too much negative. I've seen some. I mean, there's always going to be some, but like, it wasn't as like negative as same, I thought. It's the same sum in every comment of, oh, well, here's our developmental people under 30 brand. Oh, here's our 40 some odd year old champion. They hold so on you to... Need, you need veterans to build your young talent. And NXT has lost a lot of their veterans over the last year. I mean, you still have Champa, you still have Roddy. Well, now they have a whole roster of people that they need. They've lost a lot of the people that make others look good. And right. so it's like you need them to kind of like, I mean, no one really makes anyone else look good than Dolph. 
and right. you know like I mean, you need and... someone for the young talent to go after that when they beat this person it makes it a big deal you can't have you know 24 year old tiny joe going after 26 year old medium joe and it won't mean anything to... right they it need meaningful mean wins that's how you build somebody is you make them have a meaningful win Listen and that's that. what you get by having them go after a veteran. Cause, I mean, Breaker, if he beat anybody other than Champa for that title, it wouldn't have meant as much. It wouldn't as it have meant did. a thing. It wouldn't have meant a thing. Right. I mean, if he beat, I don't know, I'm trying to think who else has been down there. Gargano. Well, I mean, he could have beat Gargano for it. But I, I mean, think... that still would have made it a thing, though. I'm talking if it would, if that title had been on like L.A. Knight or even Cameron Grimes, it wouldn't have wouldn't meant have as meant, much it, as him beating Champa. But Champa's the Champa is the uh, he's a standard barrier in NXT. Right. And he had to beat Champa for it. I mean, there was no one else. I mean, if you just brought somebody up to face Breaker, yeah, he beat Champa, but he's still young himself. The next challenger, it wouldn't have meant as much. I don't think it would have built them as much. That's the, had, I think that's the issue they're Breaker. facing. I think that's the issue they're facing kind of NXT right now because there's very It's like y'all was hitting on. There's very few veterans. You've got Champa. You've got... Uh, You've got L.A. Knight, Cameron Grimes, and uh, and uh, Santos uh, Santos Escobar, but outside of those guys, you don't have very many. You don't have very much veteran talent on I that roster. Most I'm of their Kushida in the veteran list. Well, we don't. We never see Kashida anymore, and they, and Kashida's in this stupid tag team with though. with Ikemon Hero. You know, I like Jacket Time. He does. <laughs> We've had this conversation. We've before. had this conversation before, <laughs> you know, but, it, I, like but I can't stand Ikimon. <laughs> I cannot stand him. I think he's fun. He humors me. Uh, but like when we're talking about the needing veterans, like I kind of went back in my brain thought about you know the original run of NXT when it was you know kind of how it is now. They've gone back to it being you know developmental, where you had all these young guys and yeah, you, you brought in guys like Sammy and Kevin. They were known, but maybe not as known. But then you bring in a Finn Balor, you bring in a Samoa Joe. That's where you're getting your veterans. That's where your veterans are coming from, exactly. And this version of NXT does not have that. Right. That's where they're having to bring in AJ Styles mm. and Dolph Ziggler and all these people now from the main roster to do these feuds, and it works because you don't need them there long term. No, you these don't need short them there long term. Perfect, and it's. I think it's kind of. It's a little bit more of what the original NXT was lacking. Because it was just a network or YouTube show back in the day. Yeah. And it was not really talked about. But now you're hearing a lot more about NXT on the main roster. You're hearing a lot more about the main roster on NXT. I feel like the shows are more connected now than they've ever been. Okay. Uh, so there, there's something else happened on the uh, happened on NXT. And, and Dolph winning the NXT championship was great. But uh, I, want to, I want to hear your opinion of who you think attacked the Creed Brothers. Because I think I, I think oh. I know who I think I know who did it. Are you thinking it's somebody that's already established, or are you bringing in somebody from the main? Oh roster? no, they're definitely established. So they're NXT. Yeah. Hmm. They can't. I mean, do you think it's Imperium? I think it's MSK. Oh, <gasps> think... that would. Be twist. That would be I, a, I think it's MSK. So, so you hear this, and then next Tuesday rolls around, and MSK turns out to be the villains in this situation. That's right, yeah. because MSK got their spot. Right. They benefited from it. And typically, the team that benefits from it is the team that have is the team that that did it. So, and, and they're and, in the case of who ran over Stone Cold Steve Austin. Right. But this won't <laughs> take as long to unfold. And they're really right. trying to get the Creed brothers over as baby faces anyway, because the crowd loves those two big looks. And that'd be a really good twist for MSK, who's kind of like hovering right now. Well, yeah. like they, think, they had their champion run, and then they dropped it, and then it, they were just kind of hovering. So now I feel like they need like something. Well, they took them off TV for a while when the NXT audience was being stupid. Mm -hmm. I should say, Izzy's parents were being stupid. Yep. That's a whole other story, though, for another day. I so they kind of took them off. Well, I'll explain it to you later. <laughs> there was a whole big thing that happened in NXT, I don't know, late last year, fall, winter last year, towards the end of the year, where the crowds were chanting not nice things at, I can't remember which member of MSK it is. And, and, and I think I think it was Wesley. And, and, and the only thing he said was that 
Izzy shouldn't be taking bumps at 12 years old. With scoliosis. With scoliosis. That's the only thing he said. And he's years agreed, ago. though. Agreed. Years ago, he said this. Years ago. Because mm-hmm. she's older now. She's right. Like, I was going to say, she's like 16, 17 or something. Yeah, yeah, she's old enough now, but this happened years ago. And her parents have just tried to cancel him for cancel those two guys for saying it. And what he said is not wrong. Regardless how watch it, regardless. They got offended because it makes them look like bad parents for right. letting her take the book. Right, right, right. It may, yeah, it makes them look and like. I think bad she parents. was training with someone who didn't have a very good reputation as well. I think that was part of it, also. Yeah. And if y'all have learned nothing from Sean Spears, it's you got who you tra- who you're trained by, like who they are matters. It right. very much matters. And uh, like, if you say you're like say like Breeze for instance, or so many others, like. I was trained by Lance Storm. You know they're good. Now you know I, they're safe. You know they're good. Now, if I come out and said I was trained by Backyard Bob, what you going to say? Who the hell's Backyard Bob? I don't give a shit about your uncle. I actually think that there's a guy named Backyard Bob who's about to open a wrestling school. In oh, town. He had some Christ. funky name kind of like Backyard Bob. I can't remember what it actually was, but they had kind of funky carny names like that. I'm going, God, if I heard those names announced as who they were my teachers, I don't think I would trust it. But it seems to be a big deal. They're opening a wrestling school in Kansas City. But that's it. This came out like two days ago. But, yeah, so Izzy's parents got people from their little section that they sit in at NXT shows to chant stuff about his dead father. Yeah, it wasn't, <gasps> wasn't nice at all. Yeah. wasn't nice at all. I felt bad. Felt bad for, I felt bad for the guys because because they didn't deserve they didn't deserve that no. stuff. They didn't deserve From stuff it. that happened like four it's plus years yeah. ago. Yeah, they didn't deserve it. And uh, I think they're going to turn heel. Uh, I think that... Uh, That'll be refreshing for them, because I don't think they've recovered from the crowd stuff. They haven't. And they got booed on the, They got booed on Tuesday night, too. So they still haven't recovered from it. Yeah. And uh, I think that... Uh, I think that, uh, yeah, they're going to turn heel. They're the ones that attack the Creeds. Because the Creeds attack both both teams. So you don't know who did it. But that's... But, you know, they've got it narrowed down to who they think it is. But anyway, oh, I like that. I like that because it wasn't this supposed to be the Creed's Dusty Cup yes. championship match. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. The Creed's it's supposed to be the Creed's Dusty Cup championship uh, championship match, and they might would have won it. They might would have won it. I, I, I do believe they'll take it from Imperium. I think the Creed's have got a lot of momentum, but that's a that's a. I'm sure it'd be a triple threat to stand and deliver for it. Probably. Yeah. I like also, that theory though. To add to the Izzy thing, I just I just googled it. You know who also commented on that and we just spoke about him being one of the most safe wrestlers there are lance storm made a comment about it yeah they honestly they try to cancel lance i mean good fucking luck but (laughs) yeah they're not gonna try to cancel lance chelsea green his partners even said something about it but they're oh god (sighs) okay okay that that upset me genuinely upset me okay (laughs) yeah no it was not a good time no so uh, let's let's move on to the uh, AEW side of things here, and uh, you know they had their big pay per view revolution. It was better than I thought. Oh, it's, a f- it's so good! Such a Jericho and Eddie Kingston was worth the price of admission alone. And uh, you know, no no major titles changed hands in it. Uh, no titles actually at all changed hands in it. And and you got a bunch of matches for on that card. You get ten or twelve matches, and they, I mean they just kept pumping banger after banger out in that in that pay per view. But the real the real stuff that come out of it, the I think the big story that come out of it was Wardlow turning babyface on uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman and going on to win the uh, the face of the revolution. The Sonic the Hedgehog he, he ring. The, he won the Sonic ring. Now he gets. I was very confused that by that. Seriously, every time I saw pictures. The Sonic of it, ring. Like, yeah, he won I, the Sonic. Did ring. He, I had the Sonic noises in my head. He won it's the. A, it's like he got the, the toy at the the bottom of the box of cereal. Yeah, he yeah. won. He, he won the life preserver. And uh, now he gets a TNT title shot against uh, not Sammy Guevara. Uh, yeah. What? Honestly, though, I was getting kind of tired of Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> not Sammy Guevara, Scor- Scorpio Sky. And that's just one of the things that come out when it's a show. Scorpio Sky won the TNT championship. That was huge. Yeah, that was that was big. I mean, good for Scorpio Sky. He'll hold on to it for a week. 
Right, that's uh, what I keep seeing people saying on the internet as well. They gave him this big moment, and he's gonna get ten awards. Well, yeah, sometimes he's gonna get the bigger the moment that they give, the the shorter the range. Yeah, he, yeah, he's gonna get uh, he's gonna get a hold on to it for a week. Congratulations, Scorpio Sky, you're a transitional champion. But uh, uh, people are gonna get pissed. Yeah, yeah, people are gonna get pissed. Uh, but Wardlow is a top. Wardlow is gonna be a top guy in in AEW sooner rather than later. And it's happening right before our eyes. And then uh, we seen the uh, we seen the reunited Hardy Boys. Well, now hold on, hold uh, on. Going back, yeah. Do you think they feud Wardlow with MJF for a while to oh, give Scorpio yes. Sky a little bit of a run? Well, here's the, here's here's a couple things that could happen. Here's two things that could happen because uh, Wardlow did state in his contract that he was still uh, under contract with MJF. He just didn't give a damn. So here's what I think is going to happen. Known a little bashed, a little piss MJF is. Wardlow's <laughs> going to beat, Wardlow's going to beat Scorpio Sky. But MJF's going to invoke that clause in his contract where whatever title Wardlow wins goes to MJF. So I think MJF's going to end up being the TNT champion at the end of that would make week. it interesting. Very interesting. So wait, you have to have a contract to be with MJF? That's, this has been a story they have been telling for the last year. You know I don't watch, right? Yeah, I know you don't watch. <laughs> I, know that. I know you don't watch it. That's just why I'm telling you. That's why I'm giving you the context. Okay, okay. That's why I'm see, giving you the now, context behind it. See, I wouldn't have asked a stupid question if I don't. Right. Before. Sit Here down, we. everyone. It's story time. <laughs> But uh, that's it, one of the good stories that they have. It is one of the good stories that they have. So I could totally see Wardlow winning this, and then MJF just totally fucking him out of the TNT Championship and taking it through a clause in his contract just before he fires him out of that contract. So, yeah, that's how I see next week going, and that's that's how I'd book it. You want to get heat? You want to get somebody's heat back for getting their getting the shit kicked out of them in a dog collar match? That's the way to do it. So I think that uh, MJF will be the TNT champion at the end of next week, at the end of Wednesday night. But, we'll see how that goes. And then, well, before that, though, before that, uh, we've, seen, we've seen Matt Hardy get kicked out of the uh, AHFO, the Andrade Hardy family office. We've seen Matt Hardy get kicked out and literally getting curb stomped. And Sting, Sting and Darby. So Allen, is it just the Andrade family office? And now it's just the Andrade family office. Okay. Sting and Darby Allen make the slowest running ever. It's more like a walk-in. <laughs> well, I'll wait. I'll let you finish. <laughs> and, and then Jeff, and then the Hardy Boys music starts playing. Here comes Jeff out, and he Jeff's got to dance while his brothers are getting the shit kicked out of him. <laughs> That's like my favorite thing. And I, I couldn't help but laugh at it. Jeff's got to dance. Jeff's got to do his do thing. Dance. And then runs in there and, and, and clears the house of the heels. I know you understand, brother. That <laughs> <laughs> was the oddest I thing I've it. ever I seen. I do it. It's in my brain for the last 20 years. It's in great. Yeah. It, it, but it, it's cool to see. I haven't thrusted the air in months. <laughs> it, it's cool to see the Hardys back together again. And I think this is their last run together. So Honestly, that's their best right now. I mean, I liked Broken, or like old Broken Matt Hardy. And, like, there's some solo Jeff Hardy stuff that I'm into, but ultimately, like, together is their best stuff. I think it's going mean, to be I think it's gonna be another expedition of gold. They're going to win tag team championships all over the place. But, honestly, AEW's tag division right now? Ridiculous. Ridiculously good. Yes, in the mm-hmm. best way. Like, their tag division alone is the reason to watch. <laughs> yeah. FTR fired Tully Blanchard. They're now baby faces. Uh, Honestly, the one of the biggest shocks of the night is that Jurassic Express is still champion. <laughs> I, you know, there, there's a lot of teams shooting for Jurassic Express right now. There, there a are. lot of teams shooting for them. But also, with this, because of course, it's I feel like it's going to be a fast track to get the Hardys, you know, with, with gold. But I worry with how much talent is coming up, because they're signing new people every every week. Seems and like, like renewing, they just renewed Rusev or uh, Wiro's contract for four years. 
four years. Four years. I give it. Well, that's a, that's a four years. That's that because Miro has been amazing in AEW. Oh, uh, just course. amazing. I, he, in that's AEW. right. And that's I think he's worth four years. I think I, four year 100%. contract. Four year contract almost tells you they're going to put the AEW championship on him at some point in time. Yeah, they need to start. That's what I was about to say. They need to start locking down like their, like I I almost want to call them like fundamentals, like because they have kind of too much floating around right now, and I feel like it's getting it's getting very saturated. But now they have ROH, so it's like how many of them get shifted over there? Like y'all y'all talked about this last week. Yeah. So I won't go too much, but I I was kind of agreeing with you guys last week. <laughs> Well, uh, just take a look at the tag teams now. You take a look at the tag team division. You've got the Bucks. You've got Undisputed Era, Red Dragon, uh, whatever they're calling themselves nowadays. Red Dragon, Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly. Red Dragon. Yeah, Red Dragon. Uh, you've got Jurassic Express, the champions, FTR. Uh, John Moxley and Brian Danielson are now a tag team, thanks to William Regal. That their brother's Regal. <laughs> and, and then there's William Regal, who I haven't even touched on, show, uh, that, that debuted in AEW, which is fantastic. And William Regal is is going to be such a asset to Tony Khan. He don't understand how much of an asset he is going to be. Just Honestly, yet. that was the biggest thing. Like, if they would have dropped a few wrestlers to get William Regal, it would have been worth it. Well, we, that, that's huge. Well, William Regal is so good at spotting talent. At spotting guys that on the independent scene and saying, "Hey, this guy's got something." He is he is so good at that, and WWE is going to miss it. They that might was not one think of the they're going. Mistakes they've oh. made. Oh yeah, definitely biggest mistake they've made in a minute. But also, like I think I said this when it happened, you know, there's a lot of releases to where I was like, "Fuck," you know, like, and I was kind of like, "quote unquote," like upset, but I was upset about Regal because I was almost like offended. Like, why would you not do everything to hold on to Regal? Well, I mean, one man's trying. They were doing a whole office reset. Yeah. When you have a new vision, you have to get rid of all the old vision in order to make the new vision yep. work. It, is a whole it happens office in reset. sports all the time. You you fire, like, whole lines of coaches to bring in a new set yep. for new stuff. And that's essentially what happened in NXT. Yeah. But, you know, you've got Tony Khan, who's still, uh, who's still very green in the wrestling business. Surrounding himself with very good minds for the business. I was going to say, I think it's more about Tony surrounding himself. Mm-hmm. And also, just Tony fanboying the fuck out. I dig it. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> I, I, I love his enthusiasm. It's, this is not Dixie Carter being a mark, okay? Dixie Carter didn't know how to run a wrestling company. Tony Khan knows what it... Tony Khan's got an idea of what he's doing. But he also, I think, takes it, like... I feel like he takes the advice of the people he surrounds he himself does. with he very does. well. Yeah, he does. I, I know Chris Jericho's got a big influence with Tony Khan. Uh, of course, Bucks do Kenny Omega. Uh, Cody did for a minute. I don't know what happened there, but yeah, he's listening. He's he's letting he's letting the wrestlers not book things like uh, you know you know Eric Bischoff and Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan like to book his own stuff. Uh, he he's still in control of all the booking, but like everything else in between, that's up to the wrestlers to do. And I think that's a fantastic way to approach things. Well, when it first AEW was first announced, and they were like, "We are our own creative and stuff like that," I think it was kind of, I think worrisome of like how they would handle like booking and creative and stuff like that. Where it's like, okay, Cody Rhodes is going to be champion forever. Cool. You know, <laughs> you're going to have five belts because they all want to be champion. But I feel like they're doing, I mean, sometimes they, I don't know, they're doing an okay job. Well, they, they you know, they've got, uh, they've got, as of right now, they've got too much talent to fill up a 2 They have show. too much, but now But now since they have talent. ROH. They have two different companies. Yeah, they have ROH. And so, so now some of that talent can shift over to ROH, get all the work in they want to on ROH TV. And still be employed with AEW, but I don't know. I don't know if they're gonna have to take a little bit of a pay cut to go work at ROH because you know ROH doesn't work venues as big as what AEW works. So I don't know how all that's gonna work. But I'm well, I'm excited. I'm excited ROH, to see. 
is more than just being ROH. They could probably get away with the bigger venues because you're tagging it as AEW's ROH. Maybe. Maybe. But yeah. I, but I, as much of a traditionalist, this is what I like best about Tony Khan, he is very much a traditionalist. As much of a traditionalist as he is, I could see him keeping ROH in the smaller venues because it because it just feels right with ROH to be in a small, dank, dark room. Hopefully they have better lighting than what the St. Clair's wanted to put into it. That's all I hope. I hope they have better lighting, which I'm sure they will. Tony Con Tony Khan's going to do ROH right. I want to go back real quick to the Jeff Hardy thing. Uh-huh. Because this is a conversation I've had with a few different people over the last 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Did you notice the look on Sting's face? Yes. That's the first thing I looked for. Yeah. That man does not look happy no. to be working with Jeff. No. And I kind of can't blame him. As diehard Jeff Hardy fan as I am, I cannot blame Sting for not wanting to, and trusting to work with him after what happened in TNA. And... You know, Sting's got it. Sting. I don't know if Sting will ever work with Jeff Hardy again. But it, it looks did. like they're kind of teaming up a little bit. It kind of, yeah, kind of look like they're teaming up a little bit. Maybe they might I end up in a tag team match against each them, other. They might keep them like parallel, but not right. Maybe they end up. They in seem a... to. They seem to be kind of aligned. Yeah, right now it seems they're kind of right. aligned. Yeah. Uh, poor Darby Allen. He looked like he. He, he looked like he could. Uh, if his uh, mouth would have been gaped any water he could have caught every fly in the building yeah i mean talk about you know jaw dropped on the floor that was definitely darby that was definitely darby and he will he looked excited but sting looked like ah oh, shit here we go again well yeah sting just kind of he sting just kind of he wouldn't he didn't look real thrilled about it and i don't know if this was coincidence or not but i don't know if you saw the big article that he posted on his twitter today i did not about being sober in his journey to sobriety like, okay, that's not a coincidence that you posted this right now. That's a nod to somebody that we all know right now. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> There's no way that, I mean, it was a brand new article. I'm pretty sure. I don't think this is something, because he, he mentions his time in AW, so it's fairly new, and he posted it this morning. So someone stayed up all night and wrote this. Yeah. And, I don't know. I mean, obviously he would know that Jeff is coming to AW because a blind person would know. Oh, Jeff he's known for a while. Yeah, he's known. Okay, for a while. we talked about this before. AEW is not good at secrets. No, whatsoever. Right. AEW itself was the worst kept secret. <laughs> but no. I don't know if he realized that Jeff was coming out right then, because he looked generally kind of like, "Oh shit." Well, they they had to have known something. They had to have known something because I mean, Jeff had to be in Gorilla right behind him. There's no way they could have hid Jeff from him. They hide people all the time. Well, there's not not in the time frame that unless Jeff was them wrapped up but like a cameraman. They hid the Hardy Boys before they came back at WrestleMania. Well, that, oh, they hid him. Well, well, they hid they him. Hid Edge they hid Edge before he came back. Yeah, at Yeah, they Rumble. hid Edge, but I mean, they they basically come out they come out the same tunnel at the same time, almost at the same not, time. Not Jeff though. Well, yeah, I don't know. Maybe Jeff. They, maybe they had Jeff wrapped up like a damn cameraman in the back. Hell, I don't know. I mean, it's possible. It's possible they Sting didn't away for Rumble. They kept the Hardys hidden at Mania before their return. I mean, everyone knew it was happening anyways, but... I just have a hard time believing Sting didn't know. He had to know. I don't know. He just... The look on his face just kind of gives me that... Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. I think he, I, I think he had to have known. In my opinion, he had to have known. He had I mean, to, I always yeah. like when they don't know. I like the genuine reactions, but I don't know. Oh, when uh, when Edge when Christian come out in a Royal Rumble and Edge about fell over in the ring crying because Christian he was knew there. though he, he knew, he knew, yeah, he knew. But I think it was just actually seeing it happen because yeah. you know so much can happen up until Gorilla. Shit can happen in Gorilla. And I think, so I think hearing the music and seeing him do the entrance was what did it for Edge. I was about to say in the crowd yeah. pop, then I remembered there was no crowd for that show. I feel yep. cheated. Oh, you know what? I was t I was talking about something, uh, with with Daniel because, uh, I haven't talked about BTS in a minute, guys. They just had a concert where you couldn't cheer or anything like that, and like the crowd couldn't make any noise. They just had these like clapper things, and so I was like, "Holy shit!" And I was like thinking, I was like, "What if wrestling you couldn't cheer?" And I was like, "Oh wait, 
It'd be like a New Japan <laughs> like, show. Right. I said that's almost kind of what that's how kind of how the crowds are for Japan. Yeah. See, I don't. I'm not really. But that was more a COVID thing because that's what they yeah. wanted for the Olympics. They didn't want people yelling and cheering at the Olympics. They just wanted clapping so that you weren't spewing spit and shit. Well, see, the Japanese have been like that for years because because they consider clapping during a performance uh, disrespectful. Yeah, I, I've heard of that. Yeah, before. they consider it disrespectful. That's why they wait till after that. That's why. That's why in Japan you have a lot of resets during matches. That gives the crowd a chance to applause, to 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 appreciate what's going on. That's the reason why you had so many resets in the matches. But I just thought it was funny that it already kind of like washed away the uh, Thunderdome era <laughs> in like before or the PC hey, era. Hey, the Thunderdome era. Like, the Thunderdome era had its ha- had its it, fun moments. It had its now. highlights, definitely. Yeah, it's but fun I just moments. thought it was funny. I was like, oh, wrestling without cheering—that'd be awful. But I was like, wait, we just had it. <laughs> it wasn't it, bad. <laughs> the fake crowd noise, I think, helped the Thunderdome era. I just gave it a little bit more. But I'm going to plug for the second week in a row Mark Andrews' podcast. Because I listened <laughs> to the one with Finn last night. And they asked him about like what it was like wrestling in NXT during the no crowd era. And he said it just completely changed the cadence of matches. Mm-hmm. Because you're just you're working one on one. The match is all about you guys. It's not about the crowd anymore. Right. And just how different it was. It's like God, I never thought about it like that. Yeah, it's it it changes everything up. Because you're looking. That's, I thought that was interesting. You're looking for the crowd to give you some sort of response to what you're doing, but the crowd's not right. there to be able to give you a response. So you're having to just do it. You're just having to put it together. But I didn't hate the Thunderdome era. Sometimes I kind of miss it because I find crowds stupid and annoying. But yeah, but honestly, though, like cra- we talk about this a few times, like crowds can make a match, they can turn a match, they can they have so much control. <laughs> you know, the crowds during matches are usually okay. It's they disrupt promos too much anymore. And I oh, guess the I what chant is the most nerving thing ever. <laughs> Oh, and speaking of the watch chant, Eddie Eddie Kingston shut that thing down on Wednesday night because somebody he, he was giving a promo to Jericho just before Jericho uh, jumped him and uh, turned on the uh, inner circle, and he uh, he jumped uh, Santana and Ortiz too and teamed up with a bunch of Canadians and uh, and Daniel Garcia, but uh, uh, Eddie Kingston said uh, Eddie Kingston looked at that guy who who said what and he said. Hey, hey, bud. Uh, hey, pal. Stone Cold's not here. To something to that effect, and, yeah, and he shut the, he shut the watch chant down. The watch chant had its moment twenty years ago. The not wa- even that long. Yeah, the watch the watch chant needs to die. I'm sorry, it just does. It's very disrespectful like, to. I love the. Story oh my god, I wish it. Chant. But, and like it was good for a while. It's good against the heel because you want yeah. them to shut up. But it's it, it and you kind of want them annoyed too, because like right. when you when you piss off like the Miz and he just starts going off, right? Or like Roman gets pissed off and he starts going off. Even Cena. I know you hate Cena, but it's fine. <laughs> but honestly, that would be a great pod talk to talk about like fan chants. Oh, I've got tons of them because I've been watching old stuff from the 2000s and man, the stuff the crowd used to say back then. Mm-hmm. Guys, okay, so ECW, in a future episode. <laughs> the old ECW crowds were, they would say about whatever they felt like was on their mind. So, so, I don't think I've seen someone called a slut so much in my life as I have. <laughs> the old ECW crowds and... and the attitude era WWE crowds were a lot alike back in those days. Except ECW got away with, ECW crowds got away with a lot more. But the same kind of fan. That's when wrestling was at its peak though. I wrote that down so we won't forget. <laughs> I'm trying to be quiet with my page turning. Of me over here with my loud ass keyboard. So what else noteworthy that we had this have happened this week? I think uh, I think uh, well, we had a tag team speaking. title, change hands, oh. RK Bro. Oh yeah, that's right. Going on to WrestleMania, Stone Cold 
is going to be at Speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, speaking of Stone Cold Steve Austin, I think him and Kevin Owens. Him and Kevin Owens are going to have a match, y'all. Okay, but also, he's talking about, like, the long road, or the road to WrestleMania. It made me think, I was like, shit, when is WrestleMania? Thinking it's like, like, I just missed it or something. And I was like, shit, it's that soon that they're already announcing Stone Cold and he needs to be on his way, quote unquote. And I was like, bitch, it's uh, <laughs> Austin to Dallas is not that far. <laughs> no. No, well, also, well I don't know. Uh, announced a show for Dallas. Yep. Steve lives in I California. Don't... Steve lives in California now, so it is a little bit, of, it's a little bit of a drive for him now. Wait. Well, I think he's got property in both. He does have property I was going to say, he did not, he did not sell his ranch. No, he he still got a ranch. Taker still lives here too. Yeah. That's, but Steve Austin and uh, Kevin Owens that should be a pretty good fight. I oh, they're gonna go they're for gonna a stunner at the same though. time. Oh yeah. See, no, my this is what I wrote this down. They don't need to have a match. As long as they just stun the fuck out of a bunch of people and then like attempt to stun each other and then one yeah. of them finally gets over and stuns the other. That's all I need. Yeah, it, it, if security comes in and tries to break them up, you got about eight or nine security guys come in and break them up, and they're just stunning the shit out of everybody. It'd be a fantastic thing. Oh, that would be a good segment. Yeah, that that would be like a good like in between like two big match segments yeah. that they have to have together. That'd, that'd be a good thing to get the crowd going back back going again. If you right. got if you had a dead if you had a, the crowd's kind of dead after and after a, after a big match, I'd get the crowd going again to start stunning the shit out of everybody. That would be fantastic. Do you like, think it's, it's billed as a KO show right now? Yeah. Yeah. And so if they do something where security or something happens and there's a bunch of guys in the ring and they just stun the fuck out of everybody. Yep. Like I said, it just it needs to be a stun a thon. Yep. Damn it Symphony just... of Stunners from both guys. <laughs> and like my thing is I do not want to see or hear the glass break from now until WrestleMania. I don't want to hear it. No, I it don't want need that to break. first glass break pop to be at WrestleMania. Yeah. Do I wish not they kind of would have kept it hush until WrestleMania. Like, that would have been kind of like with Taker with, like, Cena. It's like, will Taker come? Like, we know Taker's going to come, but it's like, you know, it's like the, the will it happen? But uh, with Steve, though. Happen. Yeah, but still... he can still cut a damn good promo. Yeah. That was a good promo that he put up. Yeah, it was. It was a real good promo he put up. Straight to the point. Straight and to the point. It was really good. Promo. I don't think he wants to wrestle like a full on match. I don't think he can. I, I was going to say, I don't think he's in his neck. And I just don't think he wants to or could. But we know he can still hit a stunner. And we know and he that's still, all we need and, out of Stone Cold. And we know he can still throw a right hand. Break, watch him drink a beer and to stun the fuck out of somebody. And we know he can still that's throw a right hand. That's, that's all we need out of Steve is to hit a stunner and throw a right hand. That's all we need out of Steve. I wonder how many of ounces, how many ounces of actual beer go in his body. He said not oh, very much. He said not very much. <laughs> he pours most of it on most of it on himself. Cause I, I don't know. I just, I'm just staring off into space now. Like See, by the time beer does actually drink? together, you've lost half of it. The other half goes on, and we probably get like an ounce. That's what I'm thinking. I was like, all the times I've tried it, I didn't get that much beer. <laughs> you don't. You don't. And that's not the point. That's not the point of it, no. Sorry, that was just my staring off into space moment. Calculating <laughs> <laughs> the amount of beer Steve Austin actually drinks in a night. I know. I need like a you know, you know those like little rain measure things. Yeah, <laughs> I need one inside of him <laughs> to know how many ounces of beer. <laughs> okay, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> so while we're talking about WrestleMania, it's soon. Yeah, it's it's coming up. It's coming up fast. Seth Rollins doesn't have an opponent. Yet. Yet. What's the chances of uh, Cody Rhodes being that guy? What do, th- what do y'all think? What do y'all think chances are of that? Shit, no more. You know, I don't. I mean, I don't doubt shit anymore. Cause who? I don't know. I think right now they're holding off because it's funny to be like, "Oh, Cody's coming out tonight." Oh, Cody's coming out tonight, and then he doesn't, <laughs> and it's like Cody's sitting at home laughing at everyone. <laughs> but well, people got legitimately pissed that he didn't show up at Madison Square Garden. It was Austin Theory versus Brock Lesnar. Like people were convinced that he was going to be there that be night. Cody Rhodes, yeah. And like people were getting so mad at WWE. I'm like, they're not the ones saying anything. 
it's all of us on the internet that are saying, oh, Cody's going to show up tonight. It's just a perfect time for Cody to show up tonight. WWE's not doing anything but their damn shows. And it makes me laugh so hard. Because the story for that wasn't the match. It was what Roman did after the match. Right. So the match didn't matter. Yeah, the match didn't matter. Well, now we kind of have this Austin Theory badass that's coming after uh, Pat McAfee. Uh, Pat McAfee 100% is going to win that match. Oh, for sure. I mean, I think about his match with Adam Cole, and that was beautiful. Yeah, Like, I'm, him I'm and Bad Bunny excited. had the celebrity matches of the year. They don't consider Pat McAfee a celebrity match anymore. Not this time. No, not this not time. In, not anymore, but in the that moment, run, he yes. Yeah. That moment was his celebrity match, but now he's not anymore. Right. He's an employee. Sort of. Sort of. Well, kind of, sort of. Yeah, kind of, sort of. When, when, he's, when he's sitting at SmackDown, he's an employee. When he's doing his talk show, he's his own guy. They have no control over that. But. So. Uh, I, I think it's going to be good. Uh, do y'all think it's kind of odd too that that uh, that celebrity that there's a celebrity that has a match that's a heel? You know, with Logan Paul being the Miz's tag team partner, uh, at some point in time, is Logan Paul just going to say like, "Hell with this guy," or no. is he going to eat the pinfall for the Miz? Maybe. Maybe. Because I think he wants to be the heel because he knows people don't like him. I was going to yeah. say, he's already not liked, and that he's been rolling with that for years already, just being not liked as a person, and why would you squash that heat? Because like, him and Miz work well there. together, to where I don't think, if he he couldn't, if he turned on Miz, it wouldn't do anything. Well, what, Miz turned on him, Miz would, Miz would totally leave him high and dry in the ring. Oh, for sure, on a Wednesday. Uh-huh. Like... <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, Miz would definitely leave him high and dry in the ring for sure. And Miz I, th- I think like, something like it's going to happen. If you show him something bigger and better, Miz is going to go towards that. Oh, yeah. Or if it doesn't do anything for Miz anymore, goodbye. Yep. I mean, they're definitely going to get beat by the Mysterios. Oh, yeah. Or all it takes is Logan to hit on Maurice. <laughs> and if Maurice that... is involved in it, yeah. Yeah, if she's involved in it, yeah, sure. I mean, I don't see her being a part of this one. No. No. No, I don't see her being a part of it at all. But I'm glad that, I mean, I say I'm glad. I'm glad, but I'm not glad that they took the IC title off Sammy. Yeah. I mean, I love Sammy. I love when he's got titles. But his fight with Johnny didn't have need to be about the title. And I am so pumped for him and Johnny Knoxville. It's going to be so good. Because we can beat the shit out of Johnny Knoxville. He's not going to care. No. He's not that kind of celebrity. No, Johnny's Johnny's a lunatic. He's going to take. A, he's going to definitely take bumps and mm-hmm. hits. Yep. The he's stuff definitely that the beating. two of them are doing on Twitter is brilliant. I'm getting so entertained by it. That's Consider no herself sports entertained. Yep. Sports entertained. And I'm okay with that. Damn it. <sighs> that should be our merch. Sports entertained. <laughs> so. I loved Jackass as a kid, so this is a nostalgia throwback for me mm-hmm. without it being a nostalgia wrestler, and I'm okay with it. So, uh, speaking of the IC title, uh, where do you see that going in WrestleMania? Is it going to be one of those six-man ladder matches that we used to get uh, I fucking hope so. I years ago those. with Ricochet so being I the either, champion? I need a multi-man either IC or United States. Either one of them could be a good ladder match Yeah, based on the talent that could go for that title. That's I could good, see either one. That's a working. really good way to put a lot of bodies in one match without shit, it having give me a ladder a... match for both titles, one on each fucking night. Bam. Yes. And then I'm happy because I got ladder matches. So I can't even see there being a tag team ladder match for the Raw titles. Because you got a very... decent tag team going at Raw. Yeah. There's at least going to be a triple threat. Well, no, maybe not anymore. I thought there would still be a triple threat. I thought we were going to get the same triple threat we saw open Raw the other night, which that was a fucking That was an match. amazing match. That's, it's usually, I'm not a big fan of triple threat tag team matches. And like I said, I've, I've been watching old um, 2000s wrestling, and there was a triple threat elimination tag team match. It was the Hardys, TNA, and Too Cool. Too Cool, oh, no, never mind. Because it was an elimination match. Never mind. 
And my brand, why did you not break up the pin? Because I forgot it was an elimination tag team match. And I forgot it was an elimination tag team match again, even though I just said it. Never mind. My point is and, unvalid. And what you, what you said about the match on Monday night, it was it was about 30 minutes. But my God, that match was fantastic. I just at, wish that was at a commercial free 30 minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Because I, Which, the, I mean, that's beyond their control. But Yeah. But that's one of the best title matches I'd ever seen on Raw. But like I said, I usually don't like triple threat tag team matches because the pinfalls are just so hard to have because there's always someone there to break them up. I like the but, fact that they're actually using true triple threat rules now in tag team matches where all three a, t- a representative of all three teams is in the ring at the same time instead of having two guys and, they, and another guy and they tag out. I do like that better. That, that makes more sense. Well. It makes more sense. Uh, but what doesn't make sense to me is it's no DQ. Why isn't all six guys in the ring just fighting their ass off? You know what I mean? It's it's no DQ. What's going to stop you from jumping in the ring and and beating the hell out of there's, Chad Gable? There's not. And they not. did. There's not. But there's still there's the there's the respect thing and the there's still rules, but there's just no. I don't know, it's hard to explain. Yeah, it should, it, I, th- I think the Hills should break more rules in matches like that, but, you know, it is what it is. But it was a fantastic match. Given what it was, it was a fantastic match, and it was, I, I, I can I can say it's one of the better tag team matches I've seen Chad Gable in, and I've seen him in matches with FTR that were barn burners, but that was one of the better ones that Chad Gable's ever performed in. And that overall, really overall match. the match was fantastic. Just, I can't say enough good things about that match. I kind of sort of hate that they put the titles back on RK Bro yet again. Because, you know, Otis and Gable didn't get them for very long. But that is the tag team. That's the tag team division in WWE, though. Well, yeah, they keep leaving the dirty dogs out of all of this tag team stuff over the last, like, two months. And I know Dolph's been doing the NXT thing. But still, they're still a tag team. Why don't you include them in these matches? It's because they're going to be too busy fighting for the NXT championship. On I mean, I'm okay but still. The Dirty Dogs against each other. I mean, I I hope the championship run means more merch. I still haven't bought their last merch. I'm just staring off at the wall again. I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm ashamed to say I haven't bought their last merch yet. How dare you call yourself a Ziggler fan? I just love the tag team name. So, uh, up the boots so uh, what else? What else was there? Is, uh, am I missing anything from this past week? I'm going through. I'm going through the um, notes I've made. I don't think I've missed anything. But if y'all think, well, I mean, we kind of briefly touched on it. But Finn is the U.S. champ. Yes, Finn is new. Finn is the United, I do new like United that. States I think champion. these are. I think these are good champions to go into Mania, even if they are going to be transitional for like the post Mania roster yeah. but i i think they're good champions to go into like say ladder matches or multi-man matches yeah that could that makes sense yeah. i i need these multi-man matches to happen but i miss were, ladder matches at mania but they're about to pull up a bunch of people and we talked about this uh braun breaker is that his name mm-hmm. yeah braun breaker. he just dropped the title and so this is why I, I think we should leave it on we were talking about this before we started the pod about how lately they've been bringing people up, but they've been pairing them with someone more experienced on the, the main roster. Yeah. And it's been working better for the people coming up. And Rich so we Holland tr- and Seamus, Shinsuke and Boogs. Yeah. Um, who was the third one? Uh, fuck. I said it earlier. Now I can't remember who it was. Oh, Madcap and, Madcap, uh, and, and Corpse. And Corpse. And so we were talking about who could be with Braun Breaker. And so I want I want the Mark's opinions. I want them to tweet us. I want you to leave us a voicemail, whatever you want to do. Text me. I don't care. I don't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> to let us know your thoughts on that. Just the theory as a whole and also who you think would be a good pair. When I said, oh shit, earlier while Jenny was talking, it's because I looked at Randy and I couldn't think of anyone more perfect, but right now he's stuck in a tag team. So... (laughs) I mean, if you believe the rumors, that tag team's doomed soon, so... I mean, it was supposed to be happening at Mania, but they've kept it going a little bit longer because people love RK-Bro. Yeah. 
people love RK bro. Yeah, but Randy. Awesome. I mean, shit. You could put him with both of them, and it would work. Yeah, you could keep Riddle there too. Riddle, Riddle has good work. Also, I've seen Riddle in person. He's fucking chiseled as fuck. Cause I honestly, I can't think of anybody. Cause now. I'm trying to think of like a body guy, but also like you, I feel like Braun needs someone that's more in like. But a big body, you know, big men bumping meat, but also like more mindful, like kind of like how we talked about more experience, more mindful of the business. And who what is about like Drew? <gasps> Drew could maybe. Yeah, work. Drew would be a good one. Yeah, if you wanted to reset, if you want to put him on Smack or SmackDown, yeah, you could do that. Uh, and honestly, that'd be a good way to get him out of. Or once he's done with his Corp stuff. Because people are hating on that shit. Well, it's because it's Corp's. That's why. <laughs> it's it, Corp's, can, Corp's will not make anybody happy with anything he does. People and, liked bum Corp's. People want bum Corp's back. Well, it's, cause, it's because he's downtrodden and down on his luck and, and all the stuff. that Anything bad could happen to him was happening to him. That's why people liked it. Now he's I mean, happy. It was very humorous. I'm going around asking people for money all the time. Yeah, and now that he's happy, Corbin, and he's got money. Nobody wants to see happy Corbin. Nobody wants to see Corbin happy. They want to see him depressed and and ready to kill himself. That's what they want to see. I just can't believe he's been undefeated since what SummerSlam. Yeah, yeah, and still to this day, probably the most protected finisher on the modern like roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, yep. Nobody's ever kicked out at the end of days. And it should stay that way. Should very well stay that way. Because the second they start kicking out of it, he's he's Dolph. That's Where it's true. like if if Dolph hits a finish, you know he's about to lose. Dolph has three finishers, and they all get kicked out of. Yep. You got the if, famous, or you got the zigzag, and you've got the super kick. It's like by the all time you're freaking out, out that you're finally getting a famous, or Dolph is taking a pin. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, that's just I'm still thinking about it and like the possibilities. And I, I do think like if there's that anybody injured there. that could be coming back, but I think most of the injuries are on the women's side right now. Yeah, the women's. Di- I'm gonna say the women's division is struggling, but I definitely think. I say once they can get Oscar and Bailey back. I think I, think I think Bailey might be an after Mania pop. Like a like a Monday or Friday after. I, Mania. I, she's still a couple months out, I think. But that you you still have a solid month though until Mania. Ish, yeah. Make it, it could maybe happen. I'm gonna uh, say I think if there was, a, if there was she, a spot. she could come back but not have a match for another month. And just come out and talk for a I, while. I think they'd be better off bringing her back at SummerSlam. That's too far away. That's too far. Yeah, that's six months away. Well, not that's, quite. Six months that's, away. Not that's a that's that's a long time. Well, give her knee time to heal. She'll have been up, gone too. for a year and a half by then. Sometimes ACLs take that long. How long was it before we seen uh, Jimmy Uso after he had the same kind of injury? Well, because he re-hurt he kept redo- I was going to say, he kept redoing it. Because he kept doing too much. <laughs> he was trying to come back too quick. Because, I mean, Bailey, they didn't give her six to nine. We've talked about this before. They gave her nine. And I think we were, what, almost at seven when we recorded last week when we were talking about this? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying that would, would be put a her good at pop. Almost eight. But if, she, if she was ready to at least travel, she could come back and do that until she's actually cleared to work. Because I think she could come do like a run in, and like, like do like a run in for Sasha or something maybe, and like you know do like one or two like easy bumps. Yes, yeah, so, I mean it depends on how cleared she is to work. If she can do light ring work and take bumps, but not do a full match, it would just depend. Because, I mean, if you plant wrong with your ACL and it's not ready, you're gone again. So yeah. even just a run could take her out again. Well, think about, uh, true, and I'm just, this is just me you know, going against myself. Seth Rollins with his knee, when he was just going to do a move that he does a thousand times a day and his knee just gave out. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he kind of re-injured it going into that one mania. But he was able to be... He didn't have to fully go out. He was gone for maybe, like, a month again. He re- he sprained something. I can't remember when. 
but he managed to make it to the show, I think. I think he got cleared just in time. Oh, and I can't remember when this was, but it might have been going into his match with Triple H. Did he get hurt again before that? Oh, I can't remember. I can't There's remember some... either. He's been kind of hurt a lot. <laughs> Honestly, I remember, I remember feeling bad for him. Seth needing another apprentice, he can take Braun. Maybe. He likes people that can body for him. Yeah, that he does. True. Yeah, he does. But I don't think he's the right character. No, but if especially if he's gonna go with like someone like Cody, I don't know. If Cody does come back and I don't think you Seth. don't you don't want to bring Braun in to just be not a not into that. Oh, so many thoughts. Okay, and like I said, so many thoughts. Let us know what you think at Pod. Link to our FM anchor thing. If you can't figure that out, you can just send us a voice message. That's what Paige did. <laughs> I want with Seth. I keep thinking about Seth now. I remember a while back before he started kind of becoming this version of Seth. I wanted him to have like a mental breakdown and like restreak his hair come out to one of his many variations of his entrance themes, like, a different one each week, and just, like, not know who he was. Or, like, all three playing at the same time. Or just, yeah, just, like, have a complete <laughs> mental break. Like, not oh. know who he is on a given day. And the way he acted on Monday, I feel like they could do that again. Like, I didn't get it last time. I want it this time. I want Seth Rollins that would to be completely cool. have a fucking mental breakdown. And honestly, that would be a cool way to bring Cody in, too. That would, yeah, that could work. Like, because Cody's had he, many variations of himself too. Variations of himself and history with with Seth, right? Stardust. Yeah. Stardust. That's all we need to see. Stardust. Not really. I kind of like Stardust. That right was my favorite Cody. Anyway. Is that bad? If Stardust was my favorite version. Okay. Of oh, okay. No. So many thoughts. Like, oh, just let us know what you think. Yeah. I love hearing your opinions. Yeah, so this, this gives you opinions. Don't be shy. Please, for the love of God, don't be shy. We love those <laughs> other opinions. It may, I like uh, like op- opposing opinions. Like, I love talking wrestling. Like, me and Shane hardly ever agree on something. Like, especially, <laughs> like when, especially when it comes to, like, old school versus new school mm-hmm. type things. And so, like, I like hearing some a lot of time. Well, depends on if shame has an attitude that day. Um, hey now. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes I don't want to hear it depending on the tone of which you're speaking it. Hey now. Uh, but I like hearing what your tone? thoughts on it. What tone? <laughs> That's time. Was it the, like three pods ago? I told you to shut the fuck up. <laughs> hey, I told you. I told you. I was. I was in a cantankerous mood that night. At least I warned you. Told you. us after. You told us after. I warned you. No, you told us after. No, I. For the record, I said it. I said it before we got started. And I told you. And I. And I gave you warning before we recorded. I was in a. I was in a cantankerous mood. I'm gonna take my compliment now back that I was about to give him. <laughs> that happens he, all the time, he, anyway. He was about to get a really nice compliment, but he just took it away. <laughs> yeah, I can't have nice things said about me. It it, it kills my mystique. But, okay, but in general, not just shame, but like other people's opinions. Like I like going and reading them on Twitter that are different from mine because it makes me think more broadly and more more you know more options. See, I kind of have the opposite effect. I need to stop reading people's opinions. <laughs> <laughs> you you can see 360 though sometimes with wrestling i mean sometimes but sometimes i like i'll see someone say something negative about something and then like when i'm watching something i'll see something happen i'm going oh you'll dwell people are gonna hate this you'll dwell people are gonna hate this people are gonna shit all over this i enjoyed it but people are gonna shit like i find the stuff that i think people are gonna shit on and it kind of ruins it for me because I've seen oh, that I think that is your like i think your bad habit of wrestling is. is like i like this that people are gonna shit on it Right. I mean, even <laughs> if I don't like it either, I just know, oh, people are going to like that. Oh, people are going to hate this. Like, because I, I see the stuff people don't like. And for some reason, it, 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 and it's not even just with wrestling. It's about anything. Like, if I know people, if there's something slightly controversial that happens in a TV show or a movie, 
I'll see it. People are, oh, people are not going to like that. People are going to tear this apart because this person said this one word in this movie or whatever. I don't know why stuff like that just sticks with me. And like song lyrics and stuff. Like if I hear, I'm not going to get into it anymore. It's a weird habit that I have. Like the negative sticks with me and then I'll hear it somewhere else and go, oh, that's going to get shit on. Yeah, you dwell on it. People aren't going to like that. But yeah, that's me. That's why I need to stop doing it. But I just, I can't stop. I like to see what people are bitching about. Yeah. Anyways. (laughs) Jenny Locke's drama confirmed. I guess it's it's the masochist in me that I I liked. I don't know. No, I don't know. But anyway, we're out of here. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, ladies, for the good good conversation. Uh, Next week, we'll get back to our topic-based topic-based format it's too it's, uh, much that happened yeah it's just a lot of stuff that happened this week it's just a big to week not it's talk good... about it yeah, yeah it's there a was a good, it was a good week in wrestling it was it's we had good. a topic the topic was the news yeah the news. <laughs> news well honestly also going off of aw and like what we might talk about next week with the gear there's been a lot of cool gear lately <laughs> and then we have to talk about it and more drama more drama always drama feel always drama always drama, drama. Always drum. Have it all. But we're out of here, guys. Thank you so much. And uh, thank you so much for uh, supporting us and listening to us ramble on about shit. Thank you, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Okay, I need to stop. Oh, and, and beer's still coming. Well, <laughs> <laughs> no, he's lost in Ikea. He's lost in Ikea. Now it all makes sense.